What's going on, everybody? And oh my God, Ashley, we're back. Wow, you're back. I'm I'm making my debut. Hi. Right. Hello. It is your debut, isn't it? Well, no, <laughs> no, not really. You've been on the live streams with me before, so everybody knows who you are. Well, I mean, yeah, but as, as far as an official uh, episode, it's 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 my first one. So, um, I want to say hello to all the good people out there, Ashley. Introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, so uh, if you guys don't already know who I am, uh, my name is, is Ashley, or, or sometimes Ashers. Um, I'm a full-time 14 investigator, and uh, uh, I'm a show host as well. Uh, I have my own podcast called On Wednesdays We Talk Weird. You might be over here because you listen to that show, and maybe you're interested in hearing me talk a little bit more. So um, welcome. Welcome to the show. Very nicely done. So we got an interesting topic today. I'm kind of geeking out about this, Ashley. It's two things I love the most, cryptids and sharks. It's a cryptid shark. It's a great... wow. <laughs> How cool is that? I know. Yeah, you're, you, I, listen, you guys, you have no idea how excited he's been to talk about this thing for, like, I don't know, like a month now we've talked about doing this episode. It's it's kind of adorable, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you. I may have been overly excited, but, you know, it's me. <laughs> what can I say? So, Ashley, what can you tell me, though? What do you know? about the demon shark in the sea of cortez it's a big black shark <laughs> that's all you know <laughs> i'm just gonna put a warning out there though if anybody out there has galeophobia that's the fear of sharks you might want to x out right now well i don't know if they clicked on this video um you know expecting i don't think they clicked on it expecting to be you know about puppy dogs i don't know hey, hey, I'm, I'm just putting it out there just in case you never know anyway this shark, the black demon shark, it's said to be a very, uh, very aggressive and very large shark that inhabits the Sea of Cortez, and it's said to attack fishing boats and devour seals and whales. Where's uh, where is Cortez? It's actually in Mexico. Right off, yep, yeah, right off the, the coast there of Mexico. But sometimes uh, people in California have seen this thing. Yeah, they have, and it's very interesting because it does make you wonder though if there's just one shark or a family of sharks. Sure, sure. Well. Yeah, I mean that, but that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of the same thing as like, you know, is is there just one, you know, like lake monster, or you know, are there is there a population? I mean, most well, likely there's probably a population. You know, I think I'm going to have to disagree on that, but I'm going to give you my theory later on. But I'm going to lay down some facts. This is a pretty big shark, actually. They say it's actually about the size of a school bus, if not longer than a school bus. Now, let that sink in for a minute. We've all ridden on a school bus before. Think about how big that is compared to a human being. That's a pretty big school bus. How I mean, school buses are like thirty feet, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Now think if they say though, some of the people that seen this said it's sixty feet, so it's twice as long as a school bus. Mm-hmm. That is a huge fish. It's it's a yeah, it's a very it's a very big shark. It's um yeah, I mean, well, it, people maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but but they they say that it runs with uh with the whales and when they see it, you know, obviously compared to these these whales and it's it's uh engulfing them basically in size. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. then I mean, yeah, it's it's very large. Well, yeah, I mean, that leads to the whole theory that people have that it's a megalodon. Which, you know, when I read that theory, I got very, very excited about that one. <laughs> and I think, you know why, Ashley? And maybe we'll talk about your uh, theory regarding the Megalodon later on. Sure, sure. We can, we can, de- we can definitely do that. I'll wait till the audience hears what you think the Megalodon could be, Ashley. They're going <laughs> to be right, like I was. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go near the ocean again because of you. If you guys want nightmares, stay tuned. 
it's not good, guys. Really, run away <laughs> now. You stop it. You know my idea is great. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get it to is, it. Here. It's a fantastic idea for a horror movie, but it terrified me. I'm going, good lord, no. <laughs> well. I'm just saying. No, a lot. A lot of people do think that the um, the demon chart could be, uh, you know, it could be the same thing as as like the megalodon. Just um, you know, because well, because they have the the same the same size, I guess. Um, you know, in comparison to a megalodon, it, it, about twenty to sixty feet is, mm-hmm. is what they measure, and that's about. I mean, that's roughly what what the megalodon is is measuring at. So they say. Well, yeah, and as far as the skin color goes, I've seen some people try to debunk that theory because the skin color, but. Do we even know what the Meg was? I mean, does it have a certain skin color associated with it? I don't think so. Well, you know, again, it goes back to we just, you know, turds and teeth. That's all we have. And, and you know, because we don't have any other things to gauge this. I mean, your teeth doesn't doesn't tell what color you are. I mean, <laughs> it's just not. That's very true. Works, so just um, think yeah. about the size of this thing, though. I mean, there's some people that speculate could weigh 100 times more than your average shark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, he's big. That's a chunky boy. That's, yeah, it's a big, he's thick, very thick. Mm-hmm. All the more of <laughs> love, baby. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, though, this thing has actually never really attacked any swimmers or anything like that. It hasn't. Uh, some people, I mean, a, a lot of fishermen say that, you know, it's bumped into their boats and, you know, things like that. But, I mean, when you're that big, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know and you're swimming around and a boat gets in your way i mean i, I knock that shit over too I, it's just me though well, i think the boat's just getting away when it's stalking the seals or maybe even the whales there i mean sea of cortez is just rich with life you know it's well, got many different species there and you're talking fishing boats too i mean so they've got bait hanging off of them in order to you know catch stuff they're very attractive to to any of the wildlife in the area i mean that's that's their job and so mm-hmm. i mean you know of course then you're going to attract uh you know, anything that's looking for easy food. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a typical shark behavior anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trawling fish, and of course you're going to get hit by the sharks, especially the great whites. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I kind of have jerks like that. So, but this one's really interesting, though. I mean, even the tail. The tail is unique. Yeah, you were talking about that, which I didn't know. Go ahead. Yeah, and talk about a, it's got a hook-like shape to it, whereas most sharks have the sickle shape. It's got a, more of a hook-like tail. Okay. And, a lot of the fishermen that I've seen this report that the tail is seen five feet above water, smacking the water before it attacks. And I think that's strange. I mean, why do you think, what would be the biological purpose of that? Like, why would they do that? I don't know if it's a biological thing. I think it might be more habitual. A habitual thing. You know, it reminds me of um, when you talk about, you know, this weird fin. And, and I know you know what I'm going to say, but it reminds me of Free Willy. <laughs> Because he had that, he had that fin, and that's how they knew who he was. <laughs> oh, yes, God, it's been so long since I've seen that. Movie. He did, yeah. He had that like gimp fin, and so you know, once he was out in the ocean, they're like, "Oh, there!" He, I think it's like Free Willy too. They're like, "There he is!" And they knew because he had his, you know, his gimpy fin. He was adorable, though. <laughs> a gimpy fin is that a scientific term, Ashley? <laughs> it is. <laughs> so if I look it up, I'll find it, right? Yeah, all the marine biologists. That's how they identify fish. They're like, that one has a gimp fin, and that one has a regular fin. Hmm. <laughs> i know there's a lot of uh people that say it's misidentification when it comes to this shark and it might be to a degree because there are whale sharks in that bay as well yeah and, and whale sharks are absolutely massive and here's the thing about that is that um 
you know, whale sharks, even though they have the very distinct patterning on their backs, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that that they all have to look that way. I mean, it's definitely possible where that we had a, a whale shark who didn't have the spots. And so, and they have that darker kind of coloring to them, which some of the people that describe this demon shark don't describe it as black so much as more of like an ashy type of color. Yeah, Definitely was, darker. It, yeah, I was going to add that. That's more the ash color, but I wonder if it's something to do with some form of melanism. Well, it could, and it could be, I mean, it could, it could be a whale shark that's, that's more melanized than, cause they, I mean, we do see that and other smaller species of shark. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's completely unheard of. Um, and then I, I remember one report I was reading, um, the fisherman said that it was the size of two boats, but if you're thinking of like a regular fishing boat, I mean, what, if, if the boat is like 15 feet, yeah, pretty decent sized fishing boat and you got two of them together, that's only 30 feet. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not really huge. And if you think about the largest great white alive right now, I believe she's what, 25 feet? I think so. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Twenty-five feet—that's that's pretty big. That's not something you'd want to run into while you're just floating in the water. But you know, this thing being sixty feet—I don't know. The whale shark theory is a good idea, but look at the you know the sea lion corpses they find, the seal corpses, and even the whales. All these have tremendous bites sticking out of their bodies. So you got to wonder what's doing that. Mm-hmm. Now it could be it could be because we know that fish are nibblers. Okay. It could be that a small shark is taking a bite and every fish in the sea is taking its fair share before it hits shore. Yeah, but we're pretty good at at being able to look at those marks and differentiate a single bite compared to a little small. I mean, you would yeah. then almost be talking about these fish having to meticulously take bites out to make it look like a big bite, which I mean, it's a, swimming around in the ocean is probably really boring. So, I mean, I could see the fish <laughs> doing that, but... <laughs> I mean, we can always measure the bite radius, you know, and the bite depth as well. Right. And even the angle of the bite. I think we've actually learned how to measure the angle more accurately now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, but you know, when you're talking 60 feet, okay, there's one thing that we do know. We know that eyewitness account is faulty, especially when it comes to size. We know this. This is how we end up with 18 feet tall Bigfoot. Obviously those don't exist. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, um, but, you know, so we, we do know that and, you know, we're very aware. I mean, we've had, done experiments showing how faulty eyewitness accounts are so i mean is it really 60 feet or is it just that they just over exaggerated especially because if you're talking about things in the water i mean when you put something in the water it automatically looks larger yeah it magnifies it for some reason it actually right. does it makes everything look much much larger and right. actually, that's an experiment that the people can do at home you, yeah, you can. You can take anything and, and, and run your bathtub water. You could stick your hand underneath it. I mean, you know what, how big your hand is. And you can, like, stick it all the way down to the bottom. You can yeah. even do a glass of water. Just take a glass of water and drop something small in there. It looks magnified. Anything. Right. Exactly. And, I mean, you'll see that there's obviously, you know, a size difference there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could see how, how the size is, is blown out of proportion. That's That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's a good thing you said that though, because that's one of my theories pertaining to this thing. You know, I, I think it might actually just be a, a great white that, you know, the color is a little bit different because there are variations in the color when you see great whites. They're not all that deep blue or deep gray. Some of them do have the blackish tone to them. And I do have a theory as to why it might be so aggressive. Okay. Okay. Well, sharks, when they are pregnant, 
they will actually become very much more aggressive than they usually are. And there's a reason for that. <clears throat> They're trying to keep the males <clears throat> and other sharks away. You know, so yeah, their appetite actually goes up. And I don't know if people know this, but when a shark is pregnant, there's kind of a cannibalistic war going on inside the mother shark. Mm -hmm. The pups are actually trying to devour one another. You know, so that actually makes her hormones kick in and she becomes very aggravated. And it's been seen in tiger sharks, bull sharks, when they're pregnant, they're not to be messed with at all. You know, that could explain the aggression of this particular shark as well. Why do you think sharks are so mean? I don't think it's really aggression. I don't think it's being mean. I think it's just the need to defend their young. You know? Yeah, sure. But well, okay, well, fair enough. Well, I mean, that's how that's how nature is when it comes to defending the babies. You know, the moms get very aggravated easier than usual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it just it falls into place. But I mean, there's things that you do have to wonder about. You know, that when they say that it can swallow a seal whole, you know, it's just like, wow, how big is this thing? And how does it hunt them? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. And they've even uh, studied the seals that live in that bay. You know, and okay. the seals actually show behavior that does suggest there's a very large predator. The seals will only dive down to a certain depth. Yeah, but there are large predators there. Mm -hmm. I mean, not not just not things that are just you know strange. I mean, there's there's things that we know about that that eats. I mean, there's you know. Yeah, they've actually recorded these seals. They'll swim in the hit zone where the great whites are known to strike them, but they won't go below a certain depth in certain areas. Okay, I see what you're saying. So obviously, whatever it is that these seals are afraid of, there is something there. We just we haven't seen it. Okay, I see what In you're fact, saying. Most of the possible sightings of this have taken place from airplanes. Well, I did not know that. Do we have anything? I mean, do we have any evidence as far as um, sonar or I mean, do we? It, it, you know, what is the evidence for this thing besides anecdotal evidence? I think we've had a few visual sightings, nothing that, you know, they were ever able to take photographs of and nothing sonar related, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. That's a shame because I, I would like to believe that there's a possible Meg out there somewhere. And the more I looked into this, the more I just realized, oh, it's probably not a Meg. <laughs> wow. I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's kind not. of a bummer for me. It is. It's kind of a bummer because I have to admit to certain people, <laughs> Nate Brazon, <laughs> that the, the Meg isn't out there. You leave Nate alone. <laughs> Nate alone. Nate keeps destroying my Meg dreams. It's like I reinvigorated them, and then here comes the Nate. He's like, nope, not at all. <laughs> it's not happening. He does not have it. He's like, no, no, we'd find something more than just shed teeth. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Nate's like the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to the Megalodon. He comes in. Absolutely not. Explain the joke, Ashley, because the viewers aren't going to understand that one. <laughs> i get it they won't Be beavers get angry whenever they're in the presence of, of running water so then they they automatically uh come in and stop that shit and, you know they, they build their little dams and they're like oh. absolutely not damn you damn <laughs> <laughs> oh. so anyway that's uh but that's that's nate but the megalodon um well you already know what i i already know i know what it is and <laughs> uh-oh well, here comes the uh, the Megalodon theory, as according to Ashley people. 
Go ahead, Ashley. Tell people what you think it is. Okay. So, you know, first, let's, I'll, I'll preface a little bit again. Um, all of the evidence that we have for Megalodon, even existing, is, is I said it before, teeth and turds. That's it. Um, we've got, we've got their teeth and then we have fossilized turds. We have nothing else. We don't know what they look like. They could look like literally anything. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, we know that colossal squid exists, right? I mean, we, we know that now and, uh, which is my favorite because, you know, it's, it was a cryptid. Now it's not. Um, but you know, we know that they're real, right? We know that Megalodon was real at some point. I think that the Megalodon was just a giant squid and it had the mouth was located at the tip of like the squid head like you look at the squid and they have like the tip of their head or whatever and it's like right at the end was just this giant mouth and it propelled itself with its tentacles and that's how it swam but not just that not just does it does it have a shark mouth now but also like it still had the beak mouth so it could eat you from either end either the shark mouth end or the beak mouth end oh and I hope that gives somebody else's nightmares because it, it gave me nightmares. This is obviously 100% scientifically accurate. <laughs> nightmare fuel. It's a straight nightmare fuel, Ashley. Thank you for that. I'm just saying that's what it could have been. We, we don't know. But I think it, I, I mean, I, no, I know that's definitely, I've seen into the past and I know that these things existed and probably do still exist. So, um, yeah, that's. <laughs> Add a thing if anybody has nightmares out there tonight i'm sorry <laughs> you're not alone though i had nightmares about it when she first told me about it too <laughs> it's not it's cute that is not cute in any it's, way it is it's kind of cute just the whole head just opens up and chomp chomp you know like i told you before i'm getting images of that gamera monster now <laughs> except it's cooler than that it can't be cooler than the gamera monster that's not no, it is. It totally is. No, that is utterly impossible. For shame. For shame. <laughs> so anyway, so um, what was interesting is that, you know, we, we were like pre-gaming for the show and just kind of discussing things. And uh, Ryan says that this thing hasn't really been seen in recent years. Well, and it, it sounds like it's it's been a long time, but you said, what, the past three or four years? Is that what you said? Or two or three, something like that? About two or three years, yeah. And... Uh, you know, I found that interesting because it wasn't, it didn't match up with, with what I had found out. What I had found out was that this is kind of just a regular, I mean, this is like all these fishermen just accept that this thing exists. I mean, they, they know that it exists. They see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they say is that it, it hangs out with whales. It eats the babies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so it typically like runs runs with the groups of whales and whales they are constantly on the move it's not typical for them to stay in one spot at any given time um so and usually when they're in certain areas they're only in the area for like you know so long so what they're what they usually say this little fisherman group in in mexico somewhere um say that it's it's there for about a two-week period and then it's gone but it comes back every year for that two weeks and it's it's there with the whales that would actually explain why no people could find it when they're looking for it they're looking at the wrong time i think because it's constantly moving correct mm-hmm. yeah that would make sense actually that really would right so if it i mean right if it's following the path that the whales take then yeah that would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. but think about how big that has to be though to eat a baby whale that that is a tremendously sized fish 
was pretty large, but I mean, great whites could too, couldn't they? I mean, it's not like baby whales are. No, great whites would make it a habit to attack whales in general. They do or do not. They don't. I mean, they'll feast upon a corpse if a whale's injured or whatever, sure. But a full strength whale, no. <laughs> no. Because they're big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharks know better. They're not going to usually attack something that's a lot bigger than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they prefer seals and things like that. It's smaller than them. It's manageable. Mm-hmm. But you would think that if they know that this thing runs with the whales, mm-hmm. all they really need to do then is track the whales in order to find it. I think that's a plausible idea. You know, but I mean, what kind of whales does it prefer? Uh, you know, there, there are orcas that actually frequent the area as well, and orcas will get rid of sharks really quickly. Oh, yeah, they will. Mm-hmm. You so know, it's just, possible maybe that they were seeing some kind of just hyper aggressive orca too. I don't know. It was just Free Willy with his gimp fin. <laughs> <laughs> it was Free Willy's uh, angry cousin, right? It, it was. It was. It was a caged Billy. I like the name of that. Actually, it was. Thank you. I came up with that all by myself. On the fly, too. That's hey, first. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I mean, it could be, you know, or orcas would be another possibility. I mean, they're, you know, they're black and large. If you look at the history, though. If you look at the history of that area, there's only been about 10 shark attacks and only two fatalities in 85 years. Well, I mean, that's pretty typical of shark attacks. I mean, they don't usually attack people. Yeah, but I mean, if this thing is a super large shark that's that aggressive i would expect there'd be a lot more fatalities here yeah it could be it could more be faculties i mean i don't know maybe not i mean maybe the megalodon if it is a megalodon has no interest in humans at all i wouldn't blame it no probably not no i mean right why would it um we're not easy we're not easy food really we're not I, we don't live in the water well we don't taste good either that's the thing is when they bite us we really don't taste good to them that's true that's true we don't have fat content that they're so used to that's why they eat seals because the seals have that fat content we don't have that we don't have that at all so when they eat we'll get the rogues that do it but common sharks no no Mm -mm. right i mean if well and if they're starving i mean they'll eat almost anything but you know but you're right i mean just in general it just wouldn't make sense for for sharks to prey on us like that again we we don't live in the water, so we're not common food a common food source anyway. Mm-hmm. There and are then, some natural elements to this shark, though. I mean, there are people that say that the eyes can hypnotize you. Okay. You know that when it looks at you with those black eyes, those doll's eyes, like they said in Jaws, that you just become helpless. You can't move. Now, if that were the case, though, how come there's not more victims? Well, that's well. How do we know there's not more victims? People go missing at sea all the time this is true you know uh when we when we talked about the uh the bermuda triangle on over on my show mm-hmm. um you know that was kind of that was uh the whole basis for it was just how wild it is with how many people just go missing and are never found again <laughs> this is true this is very true you know so i mean maybe that's the possibility i mean if you're talking to supernatural shark i mean and you're talking well, I guess it's more West Coast, but it's not like it would be that hard for them to travel out into somewhere like the Bermuda Triangle. Maybe that's where they primarily live. And they're out there hypnotizing people to jump ship and right into their mouths. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I think with something like this, though, all we'd really need is just one good tooth. You know, I think if we got a tooth from that particular shark, we could actually identify what kind it was. Well, sure. Obviously, you know, that's good enough in the case of the Megalodon. We're like, oh, you know, we got a, we got this big tooth here. It, big shark. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Give it a name. It's a Megalodon. We don't even know where it, what family it belongs to. It's fine. It's a big shark. If they want to name it after me, I have no problem with that. You know, but meanwhile, what they don't know is that it's actually a big squid, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Back to that squid thing. That gave me nightmares, Ashley. <laughs> I love that squid. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of questions I thought of when I was researching this thing. Like, you know, why didn't we find any young or any eggs? But you have to keep in mind, 78% of sharks don't lay eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, and even whale sharks, even though they produce eggs, their eggs actually hatch within the mom. Okay. Well, I mean, mammals' eggs hatch inside the mom. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, technically. <laughs> I mean, if you think of a whale shark, though, I mean, they do actually okay. form the actual egg, but the young hatch before the mom even lays the eggs. Sure, sure. I understand. So that would explain why we don't find that. Yeah. You know, well, but we would actually need to find teeth or something to identify what kind of shark this is. Well, and you know, you were talking about the, uh, let's go back to the, to the seals thing. I mean, you were talking about how the seals, uh, you know, won't go down into certain depths or, and whatnot. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I know one, one gripe that people had regarding my, uh, my Megalodon episode was that, um, you know, sharks don't like the colder waters and it's like, but how do we know that? Well, I mean, we study the, uh, the migration and everything, but I do think they will go into colder waters if they really have to. It's sure. a matter of survival in some cases. If your prey is going into colder water, you have no choice but to adapt to that and follow. Well, right. So we've got all these different species of shark, right? And so we know that all of those species of shark don't go into the colder waters, right? And they don't they don't go into the deep depths, right? Right. So if you're a really ancient shark and mm-hmm. you, you want to evolve to survive, wouldn't it make sense then for you to go and be the king of of the uh you know the deep sea and the cold and the colder areas where there there is no competitor with food mm-hmm. absolutely you know so why couldn't they do that now we do know that sharks are extremely adaptable and uh, we know that other saltwater creatures are as well we know that sharks have shown up in lakes and things like that because they, they travel through the river system and mm-hmm. they're fine they can travel in the there was an incident in New Jersey with a bull shark. Okay. You've never read about that? Mm, I don't know. Explain. A, a bull shark actually traveled upriver and it got trapped in a, a local swimming area. And this bull shark proceeded to kill people on pretty much a daily basis. It's where the inspiration for Jaws came. I think I do. Actually, yeah, I think I do know about this. And right. And it's, it's, that's a freshwater environment. Technically, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be able to survive there, but you know, mm-hmm. life, uh, uh, finds a way. So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's not like it's impossible for stuff like that to happen. So again, you're thinking about, you were talking about an ancient species here. Okay. You're dying. Everything around you is dying. Not that it was a conscious decision on their part, but you know, <laughs> everything's around or everything around you is dying, but you don't want to die. You want to live and you want to evolve. So therefore you're going to pick an environment that you're going to thrive in. And that environment is going to be where your competitors are not. This is true. It's very, very true. You know, if, if you want to open up a McDonald's, then your best bet is not to go pick the corner with the four other fast food restaurants. It's to go pick the tiny town that has nothing else. Very nice analogy, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marketing specialist. I know. 
know what I'm doing. <laughs> is that a shameless plug? Is that what that was? I mean, McDonald's, if you guys need a marketing specialist and you want me to find you some desolate towns that need a Mickey D's, let me know. We should become sponsors if you actually take that idea, just so you know. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I mean, it's, you know, that is, it, it makes sense. And so we can't, you know, ne you never say never in the world of, uh, of the ocean because we, there's so much we don't, we don't know. And it's just the way it is. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look at the size of this thing, though. I mean, some people actually have said it's twice the size of an orca, which orcas are pretty damn big. You know, so does that mean it would be the apex predator in that environment? Um, well, you would think, and if, I mean, if that were the case, then I think it would obviously have a larger population. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it lives necessarily in that environment. You think it just comes to a visit or is it territoriality? I don't know. I mean, I think it does come to visit. But I think it, it, it comes to visit for obvious reasons like food and, and things like that. But, you know, I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think it lives there. Because, again, we are talking about such a giant creature. Mm -hmm. that, if anything, you know, it's probably just part of its migratory path. It could be. I mean, yeah, it, it's like a, it's a quick stop in, you know, it's kind of like, like you said earlier, you know, McDonald's, you know, we stop alongside the road to grab a bite to eat. Maybe that's what it does, too. It absolutely could. I mean, that, and that could explain why we see it, you know, all the way from Mexico up through California. It's, I mean, it's not a great distance, but like you can't just, I mean, even us, we can't just get in a car and like drive from California to Mexico in a quick, in a quick trip. I mean, it is a little bit of a track. To add to that though, I mean, it, it's a great distance for humans, for sharks and aquatic creatures. It's really just, you know, a stone's throw away. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they swim all night. You got to remember, sharks can't stop. Well, that's true too. You know, so in a shark's mind, that probably does not process time as we do. You know, going from California, Mexico, and back again, it's probably nothing to it. I guess you're right. It's not. It's not going to stop at McDonald's on the way. It probably should, but you know, and whatever. It's not going to get out and stretch its legs and pee. It's just going to pee wherever as it swims and <laughs> eat whatever as it swims. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, though. I guess I didn't think about that. I don't know why. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Is that is that a likely distance? I mean, you know, is that... Mm, absolutely. They've actually recorded great whites traveling from the New England area all the way to Australia. Well, and, you know, sure. You know, listen, they might as well, you know, because they don't have anything else to do. Like you said, they can't... It's not like they could stop swimming. But, I mean, how long does it take them to travel those kinds of distances? They've recorded them going from, you know, that New England area to Australia in just a matter of weeks. You know, that's okay. that's pretty impressive. That's moving pretty fast. So I wonder how long it would take them to go from Mexico to California. I'd say it's probably about, what, day, day and a half, if that. You know, swimming day and night and you're not stopping, then, yeah, that thing could easily make it back and forth in very, very, very little time. That's true, but they're not terribly fast, are they? They can be. Oh, absolutely. When they're swimming after prey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if they're just on auto autopilot, just swimming along. Yeah, but are they on autopilot or are they keeping track with their prey? Are they keeping tow? I don't know. You know, if they're keeping tow, that means they get to match speed with the whales or whatever they're following. So they got to adjust their speed. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting idea, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
look at the depth of the Sea of Cortez too, you know, 9,843 feet. That's pretty deep. Something could be down there without us ever knowing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, but again, you know, it would, it would have to adapt to want to live down there. I believe it could. I really believe that sharks could adapt to that depth. It might take, you know, years upon years, but I think they could do it. And this might very well be an undiscovered species of shark. We may just not know it yet. That's very true. I mean, going back to, you know, the bull shark thing, I mean, again, it was living in fresh water, a saltwater creature living in fresh water. That shouldn't, mm -hmm. you know, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. Yeah. And to touch on the undiscovered shark, look at the frilled shark that was discovered in Japan. Oh. You know, we didn't know about that for the longest time. We now know about it. So it could be there's more species of sharks that we've just yet to come across. I, I, I can't just keep talking. <laughs> I want to make a really bad joke, but I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to remember that this bad it's joke. A penis shark. Yeah. It looks like a penis. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And more recently, we discovered the, the Greenland shark, the one that's over, what, 400 years old? Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. that was pretty recent um yeah it was that's right and those are big boys aren't they they're pretty reasonable size yeah aren't they, i mean aren't they thick mm -hmm. you know that's that's what i thought no the frill shark is like a is uh like an ancient more more of a prehistoric species isn't it yeah it resembles more of an eel than a shark when you look at it but it's, it's still pretty terrifying when you look at that thing it's, it's not something i would want to have come creeping up on me while i'm underwater it, it, it is kind of more like an eel, but mm -hmm. it is a penis, but <laughs> it is, but you know, it, it's, we don't see it a lot. Um, no. I remember a couple of years back, we, we got video footage of it and that was a big deal because even though we knew that they were there, you know, again, it's just not something that we, we see much of, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I do believe that most of the time we see them, it's, it's because they, they've they've beached you know they're they're beached and so um, we don't see them alive very often because of just the depths that they live at again so i mean right so then yeah obviously these things can adapt to cooler temperatures mm -hmm. and it's quite possible that you know whatever is living there has adapted to whatever it needs to do to actually adapt to in its environment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. it's warmer waters there though it's not like it's entirely frigid waters so could a shark adapt pretty quickly? I should think so. I can't. I mean, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's a good point. I, I just, I don't, I think it would be very narrow-minded to, you know, say that it's, that it's impossible. Well, it might be improbable. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it would require a big food source. But then again, it might not be, again, I don't think it's as big as 60 feet. I don't think it's that big. No, I don't think it's that large either. I honestly don't. But the food supply, though, you know, like I said, Sea of Cortez, it's basically a smorgasbord, really. Right, right. And if we're talking, you know, as far as the ocean itself goes, okay, if we're mm -hmm. talking something, you know, just everything in the ocean, if we're talking something that's, you know, 20, 30 feet, that's not that big. I mean, it's big to us, and it is, but compared to other things that live in the ocean, it's really not that large. No, not at all. And if it's only like 20 or 30 feet, it's not much smaller than the biggest great white that we know of. Right. It's right. So it just, it would just be a different species and, you know, it's possible. What was the, um, you know, kind of what started this, um, this new belief system for you was that I had showed you where 
we discovered a new species of whale. Yeah, the beaked whale. Right. And, you know, the thing about it is that we actually, it, this wasn't the first time we'd seen this thing. No, uh-uh. The, the first time they had seen it, uh, they misidentified it as a, as a different species of whale. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it wasn't until, and I think that was back in like 2017. Um, and then, I'm sorry. Was it that far back? 2017 was when we saw it and misidentified it. Okay. So when we actually caught it again and realized that it wasn't a known species, that was 2020, three years had passed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, who's to say that that isn't happening? So we know that certain species of shark, um, do have more you know we know that albinism exists we know that melanism exists in them mm -hmm. so who's to say that we haven't already caught this thing once before even a baby version of it and went, oh you know what we know what this is and just throw it back well see that's where things get interesting because they did catch a 20-foot shark from the sea of cortez okay you know it was a great white but you know you do have to wonder was that the demon shark that people have been seeing okay you know no it didn't have the the tail that this thing's supposed to have but you know how frequent are you going to find a 20-foot shark in the sea of cortez right right it does make you wonder if maybe they actually caught it or one of its offspring or whatever it's possible right it could and we could have just misidentified it like oh no other shark is this big mm -hmm. so i mean that's a good that's a good possibility and it could just be a branch off of the great white it absolutely could be Given the descriptions, I don't think it's a whale shark because whale sharks aren't known to dismember seals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think whale shark theory really floats, no pun intended. You do not just say flows on an episode about sharks. I did not just say that. Strike that from the record. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's stated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I find it really fascinating. I do. And I would love to take a trip there someday. Gosh. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Well, you know what I could do? I mean, if he's willing to go along, I'll be on the boat. Josh can go underwater. And he's a big dude, you know? Shark gets frisky and wants to eat him. He can fight it off. I'm not that's a big true. I'm not going to fight off a shark, so. That's true. That's, I think Josh could handle it pretty well. Yeah, so Josh, if you want to take a trip, let's go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hate me for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. I don't know how to swim, so. Right. You've never been to the beach, huh? I've never been to the beach. Nope. I find this really hard to believe, though. How is that? I just have never been. But <laughs> how? I just, I've never, it's expensive. Are you going to pay for me to take a beach trip? Because, I mean, if you if you are, I'll take you up on it. Yeah, certainly. I will take you to the beach. But I I don't know. Maybe because I grew up in New England, I'm so used to going to the beach for free. I, I don't know. Yeah, we don't have beach in Ohio. Well, you should go someplace that does. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> that's a ripoff. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. I guess, uh, you know, that's what we have to say about the demon shark. Yeah. No, I think that was a, a I think that was a very good, um, I think this was has been a very good first episode as, as me, as the, as the. I enjoyed person. it. So. <laughs> I just want to encourage the listeners to leave their theories down in the comments below absolutely you guys uh you know name you know say what you think that it could be um and uh you know if you believe that it still exists and you know of course uh show suggestions are always welcome as well so absolutely if there's something you guys want to see let us know and we will be sure to cover it for you i think we're going to be covering the mantis men pretty soon 
pretty soon. It's coming up. I know. Yeah, men are going to be more Ashley's thing. She knows a lot more about that than I do, but oh I'm excited to learn. I am very excited to learn. <laughs> well, thank you. Mm, well, thank you for co-hosting tonight, Ashley. Absolutely. I'll be back. <laughs> She'll be back. I'll, I'll be back. Um, so we, we are also doing these uh, uh, Friday evening, early evening live streams. Um, so if you guys have questions or you want to discuss the Demon Shark further, that would probably be a really good place to do it. Um, and of course, that's you know here on the YouTube channel, and you know hopefully that's uh, Friday yeah. early evenings. We'll we'll post details about it everywhere. We'll be going live soon. Absolutely. And then you can check us out. They can stop over at the PRT and check out Josh and his family. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Get okay. that one two punch for your Friday nights. <laughs> Well, so that's it and that's all guys well that's uh, yeah i i was, I was gonna do the outro for my show but <laughs> wrong show ashley <laughs> we, won't, well, we won't see you guys here next wednesday but we will see you here uh very soon yeah we'll talk to you later guys